2: Suck it, because you are so bad! (laughs) I don't want to hurt your feelings. I just want you to be sorry that you exist. (laughs) You're awesome, Justin. Justin Morsham, who's that? Hello, and welcome to the Gamerland Podcast. I am your host, Justin Worsham. Justin Morsham, who's that? I don't know. (laughs) With me, as always, is the one... The only... <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? The...
0: <laughs>
2: the KevinMiller.com. Jump and press the drop circle button. Drop Kevin. the drops
1: with the drop and drop, drop. Drop, 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 drop. Good Like ca-caw. a morning zoo up in this mug. Drop.
2: Biased program. That's right.
1: Drop. Nerd. Did you ever go back and pull that one line of yeah. you doing uh, the speed run news? Oh, no. Because that was my favorite. I want that to be a drop. I could do it, though.
2: It's just right here. Is it? Oh, I hit the wrong. No, game. it was. No, it was this Oh, it? yeah. Go ahead. Oh, Jimmy's got news. Jimmy's got news. Jimmy's got news. Jimmy's,
0: got news. Jimmy's, got news.
1: Jimmy's got news. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. That, that was, was good. Uh, all right. So you have to do is that Jimmy live. Jimmy's speed news, but, news? Yeah, speed run right, news. news. Jimmy's right. speed run news.
0: Jimmy's speed run news. Jimmy's news.
1: You like that Gloob guy that used to speak so fast? Uh Gloob, the micro machine guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a career for a little while. He did
2: those commercials, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, and then he was in Transformers. Oh, the movie, you. and he was uh, Blur, the fast talking robot that didn't say anything particularly helpful. He just kept repeating the same thing quickly. It wasn't like he said a bunch of stuff. He did what you just did. Yeah, He's just saying just the same thing same over thing and over here. and over. Oh, here. Definitely. Definitely. We'll have to definitely do that. We'll definitely do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. And it's definitely I'm, well will done. I wonder
2: if it was one of those things where he did that. And then people like if he did lines of dialogue. Yeah. There was a, some lame studio exec or producer who was like, I, I don't know that they're going to understand him. Yeah. So I think you have to I say it a right. couple times so we could beat out. And then there was a director or a writer and it was like, no, no, I think it's I think it's fine. Yeah. And they go, yeah, but this is for kids.
1: <laughs> the kids are stupid. If that's true, then why was that movie so damn dark? The Transformers know. film?
2: Because that same suit was like, we need something for the parents. They're the ones buying the tickets.
1: They made that, because we learned this from the Toys That Made Us, but they made the deliberate choice to not let it be like a Saturday. Because at the time, they didn't have family movies like we did. So they didn't want it to be a Saturday matinee. They wanted it to be like. A movie with yes, with Leonard Watch
0: Nimoy,
1: and Orson Welles. Yes, Orson Welles, War of the Worlds, and and so they had characters die on screen, which was terrifying, mm-hmm. and then resurrected, which was less terrifying. They're robots. They robots. I mean, guys, but different voice actors. Yeah, they have a guy die and then he comes back as Leonard Nimoy.
2: I don't remember this part of that. movie.
1: You don't remember that's the whole.
2: I don't thing. remember a lot of this movie. We should. I do remember. Oh, it's just the second one. Say you got the touch. That's
1: the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Super eighties. So the, in the premise, like they take the original cast. They take the cast from the show, mm-hmm. and the movie takes place in the year two thousand and five.
2: What guys? <laughs> where the f is my Transformer friend? Why is my Camaro <laughs> not formerly a Beatle, and now not it, turning into a? transforming robot <laughs> with delightful
1: uh sound drop he, banter also he could talk in the cartoon i don't know what this he can't talk thing is that that was probably michael bay's idea they're like you know what, well, let's make him not talk that'd be great we need comedy michael
2: and michael <laughs> bay knows comedy means old sound bits from uh morning <laughs> shows
1: yeah he does a lot of radio bits um but so, so Galvatron is this, uh-huh. no, Unicron, sorry, Unicron. voiced by Orson Welles, is this giant awesome planet that goes around eating other worlds. And when he's on his way to Cybertron, he makes a deal with the leader of the Decepticons who is voiced by the actor from the series, but he dies in a fight with Optimus Prime. And so Unicron like essentially does a deal with the devil and then remakes him into Megatron I'm oh, sorry, into Galvatron, and that's when he's voiced by Leonard Nimoy. So it's kind of cool because usually, you know, if someone becomes another character, they're still the same voice actor. With this, they're like, "No, I'm going to rebuild your voice box,
2: and I'm going to use somebody bigger. I'm going like to use a better
1: favorite. name for it." Yeah. Oh, you're watching it. This is like the full. There he is. There's Galvatron. All of this is freaking hand-drawn as well. There are no computers in this movie because they would have taken an, a day to process any... They would have taken five years to process any one scene. But the, uh, the irony of it is that so much of it wants to look like it's made by a computer. Yeah. <laughs> so when they're becoming robots, they go into like a schematic mode that was super popular in the 80s, and they're all in wireframe. But it's a guy, and I remember as a kid going, that doesn't look like a computer. That looks like circles that someone drew. Because it was circles that someone drew. People used to be talented, and now we use computers to do our talent for us. Oh, and they had a hoverboard? Yeah, of course. It was 2005, bro. Yeah. Cybertron. It's good stuff. It's a good movie. Yeah. and then Rodimus Prime. Yep. Nobody like Rodimus Prime. The favorite number was the Dare to Be Stupid, where they meet the uh, the Junk Planet, where the guys are motorcycles and they ride each other. You don't remember this? I do. And so they they'd crash, and the guy that was driving would become a motorcycle, <laughs> and the guy that was a motorcycle would transform into a robot, and he'd ride him. So you couldn't <laughs> stop him, man. Because they would just transform, <laughs> they come right back at you. It is stupid. <laughs> it's
2: so stupid. It's so great,
1: <laughs>
2: man. Guys, listen. I don't know how many of uh, these people that listen to this are uh, are from our era. Yeah, but man, man, are they missing a lot of dumbness, <laughs> that is stupid dumb-ness. stuff,
1: nuts, dumbness, dumbness, yeah, dumbness. I think it's all dumb because I think with time prime. it becomes whatever is cool now. We'll be dumb later. Like I we watch uh Paw Patrol with my kids. And uh-huh. I know that when my kids have kids, they'll be like Yeah, but preschool <sighs> programming, very different. Preschool
0: All programming,
2: right. in my opinion, always dumb. But what is like Pokemon? The, <laughs> is that the cool show no, for that's kids? Not the There's cool not show. really a cool like here's
1: the There's thing. There's a ton we're just not watching. It's Fortnite. The,
2: my show's fa my kid's favorite show, yeah. like when he's like, I gotta watch it, is actually a really good show and it's a series of unfortunate events.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's done. That was like a mini series, yes. right?
2: Well, no, it was. I don't know that it was intended to be a mini series, but no, it was. It was, like, it was a wrap. It's only
1: three seasons. And there, did they do all the books?
2: I don't know if they did all the books because I nothing about the books. All I know is that is a very well written show.
1: How many? How many uh, books do you think there are? Of uh, unfortunate yeah. events.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Well, if they did do all the books, mm-hmm. then I'm guessing that there's about thirty.
1: No, but that sounds about right because the books, uh, the the show splits a book in half and makes uh, two episodes one book so there's yeah. 15 books there are 13 books oh
2: well then they threw in a couple extra maybe maybe
1: they split them up a little more but it's
2: well written it's great
1: i, I gave of great up jokes i couldn't you get through like it. it you don't like i'm literally I like. that's not true i like many things that you like we're we're besties name one i don't like marvelous miss Maisel anymore oh no come on get How out many seasons did you get? second season they go on they go on a, a two episode long vacation to paris We get one episode and then they go on a three episode long vacation to the Catskills. I am not watching a show about rich people in the mid-century going on vacation. I'm watching a show about a woman becoming a professional comedian. Where is the effing comedy in this show?
2: I think that what they're trying to show is that it's not really her interest you know what I mean? Oh. Like
1: of of. I thought it was the opposite. She just dreams about becoming this comedian, right?
2: This... But I think what they're trying to show is it's not maybe not interest is the right way of like, but programming. Like it's mm. not part of her destiny. Like it's interesting to me is that she doesn't seem to be really pushing against the grain in this uh, of this idea of like I'm a female comedian. Like there's
1: lots yeah. of, there's lots of the world happening against it. Right. That's what I want to see. That's <laughs> the show not... I want to watch. But
2: it's not about her doing that. And I think it's because I think it's it's because they can't
1: write that and they don't know how.
2: Maybe I think my way of filling that void has been that I think that when she like for her, the reality was is that she just does it, but it's not that important. And I think that's what's (sighs) interesting. She is that because she's so affluent, she's not really an underdog, but she's an underdog in the comedy world. And that what makes it interesting is uh, 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 to me is that the stakes aren't. Pivotal, like. Nah, if She never stake. becomes a comedian; she'll be just fine living in she's, Manhattan. She's fine, yeah, right? That's she's fair. she's about she's she's dating a doctor. You know what I mean? Don't like, spoilers. What am you I'm still in about? the
1: Catskills? We never got. I, I don't know that she dates Zachary Levi, though. I assume she dates Zachary no, Levi. No, it's not Zachary. Oh, okay, uh, Arrested Development. You said you gave up. We we I'm, I'll go back someday if we finish this podcast. Zachary Levi,
2: in my opinion, is the highlight
1: of this season. Oh my god, he stole the show. Wow, and I don't know a... if it's
2: because I'm falling in love with the Shazam trailers. Yeah, that but might be it. Zachary Levi is
1: he Shazam in Marvelous Miss Maisel?
2: No, oh, but I mean, then I bet got, it you sold me. He's got Shazam guns. Okay, which that's, is okay because right, he's you saw out. him, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he he's not Zachary Levi from uh, was Chuck? It? Chuck? Yeah,
1: yeah. But he was he wasn't a wimpy noodle on that show either. He yeah, was, but he didn't have. That's 18 fair.
2: inch pythons like Hulk Hogan. He was a Hulk comedian. and he
1: didn't have a lightning bolt. All right, Arrested Development. We both like that show. I love that show. Okay, Veep. Uh, yeah, I like. I Veep. like that show. I haven't watched Veep in a while, though. I it, forgot about new it. New season starts at the end of March. This is the
2: final season because the they've season. already f- f- taped it.
1: <laughs> they f- f- taped it good. Uh, you know, after that, unless it's got the word Trek in it, there's just not a lot of TV show. I watch Parks and Rec. We we I love Parks on it, and yeah. Rec. Oh, a Kimmy Schmidt. Do you like Kimmy Schmidt? I do. Right. I do. I need I to think, finish that up. I think
2: Series of Unfortunate Events is, uh, is better written. See, me.
1: we do like things that are similar yeah. to each other. Yeah. And video games. I take it all back. Thanks. No, I no. fixed you. We do
2: not like the same games.
1: N- we like some of the same games. Sure. Because they're popular. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's yeah, playing. Them. That's what I mean. What games do we not have in common?
2: Uh like but that's my point is that you yes. are loving Red Dead Redemption. I know I'm beating it like it's a I know, dead horse taking a nap.
1: <laughs> I haven't gotten back to it, but I miss it. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I do not
2: miss it. Really? I see don't. it as homework. Like I'm very like I'm like, oh I just I, still I have to play that game. I feel
1: like I haven't stepped foot on the holodeck in two weeks and I need to get back to yes, my real see, life.
2: No, not, no. And that's I, I, I gotta tell you. It's unfair, but like 90% of my feeling about that mm-hmm. is because of the sleeping. And really? I know I'm not doing that just for a bit. I know I know this the death of the show. You, you're and I'm you're sorry. allowed to have an opinion. I know, but I should. I'm going to take a nap while you opinion. complain, though. It's this is an on demand medium, which which would infer that the people have already heard me say everything I've ever said before on the show.
1: No, this is brand new viewers. This episode is only for new listeners. Oh, boy. If you've listened to the show before, please hang up. Turn <laughs> up. What if you saw
2: all those days? <laughs> oh, look, I'm clicking.
1: Uh, you got, oh, uh, good, what good. if
2: you saw all those people on Twitch just go <laughs> just They're disappear? Like, it's what he said. It's you got the touch, <laughs> the. yeah. My name is Stan Bush. That's an interesting name. Is that a guy. name? Yeah, that's his name. Stan Bush was the singer
1: of "You Got the Touch." Oh, he's he knows what he's doing. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> all right, so so but Red Dead, but you enjoyed it if it weren't for the napping uh, mechanic. I think. What I about enjoyed the shaving the... mechanic? Do you like that part? Gosh. No. I'm sure.
2: Yes. Sure. No, I'm asking. But I does I that bother you? you? I just wanted to stay there. like that's what i want in a shaving situation all the
1: things to care about yeah i do i'm not gonna lie it's not like they make you i mean they they don't make you read a book or something or what about the chores did you hate the chores interestingly
2: enough i don't hate the chores now that
1: doesn't make sense because the chores are absolutely a waste of time no they're not because you get uh red eye or dead eye so if if you got but you get dead eye for taking a nap you get you replenish I don't know. Here's the thing.
2: Maybe it's more of a reflection of my own life. Yeah. That I see sleep as being a necessity of living and pointless
1: beyond that. Okay. What if it were a space cowboy game?
2: Like, you know how there are those. Hold on. Hold on. So it's
1: a space cowboy game. And instead of napping, you're, you're like a robot and you have to charge. So you don't have to sleep. You have to find a terminal somewhere in the space universe and plug in at the same interval. It's all the same amount of time. But you're like, it's like, oh, your battery's depleting. Do, 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 do. Must refuel. Hook up here. 100% go back to space cowboying. Would you be like, no, I don't like the break. Or is it just simply the fact that you must synthetically sleep?
2: You've presented me with a very interesting option because it is breaking my brain a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. there's a part of me that when you describe me, I'm like, well, yeah, robots got to (laughs) recharge.
1: (laughs) <laughs> but humans have to recharge. I know.
2: <laughs> but in my mind, in my mind uh, Morgan is a robot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is a
1: robot that's yeah. fair yeah, you know what yeah. I mean like he yeah. is my robot that I play with yeah. and move around Arthur Arthur you mean Arthur the, yeah it yeah is it? Arthur you Morgan said, yeah. oh you're right you're right yeah Mr.
2: Morgan and so uh, I couldn't know it's because I couldn't remember <laughs> Arthur but I knew Morgan <laughs> <laughs> and so but I do think that here's in theory if mm-hmm. I listened if I was like yeah I'll play a space cowboy game sure and then the minute I had to recharge there would be a moment where I'd be like well this is sleeping now like if I was living it, you know what I mean. Like, but in theory, right now, I was like, yeah, that's a, you got it's, it's not a, too bad. It's a robot got, thing to recharge." Yeah, yeah. I would want there to be an upgrade. I would
1: want there to want where you can a, make
2: the time less. No, where I could go without charge, or like I could have a solar panel on my back or my hat. Or
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Or where like I a stim get, pack
2: <laughs> where I could get past it.
1: Okay. You I mean, can have that. that. You in, have they have where in you Red could
2: Dead. You could uh, increase your stamina by tonics and things. Yeah.
1: But you will eventually need to sleep. But your core
2: doesn't get refilled, I don't think. Right. Oh, no, you could. I guess I could. I could, in theory, just be eating food instead of sleeping. I might have turned the corner on this Red Dead Redemption 2. You
1: should let me know, because I think there's still a sleep mechanic built in. I don't think you can keep eating and drinking yourself to awake. I think one of the three things will drop until it forces you to sleep.
2: How come you haven't died from not sleeping?
1: I came close. I know. I came real close. Um, Because, you know, because you warned me of this beforehand. So and now every time when I play, I just pay attention to the time and I go sleep. Oh jeez! <laughs>
2: you pay attention to the time.
1: Yeah, because I like to start my adventures before sunlight. Oh, like it's boy. like, what time do you want to begin? I always wake you up at punch six. In I do your, for your cowboy activities. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you punch. <laughs> what I like time to does start the
2: cowboy at, punch out nine o'clock
1: I, when it starts to get dark. I'm always like, okay, you're it's done at to to six
0: o'clock, cowboy. Yeah, well,
1: like eight, maybe ten. One time, I I played poker through the night and then went and tried to yeah, shoot that was a deer. When you almost died. And I almost died because I was shooting a deer. And I realized in the world of the game, I had been awake for two days because it took a long time to clean all Did those you people up. Cocaine gum? Not yet. Mm-hmm. I should have.
2: That's just, nobody else can hear that. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we heard <laughs> a
2: little static noise.
1: There was a caterpillar that just climbed through my... phone amplifier.
2: amplifier <laughs> and it broke Kevin's brain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe you're hallucinating from not sleeping. Maybe that's what maybe, it is. Maybe that's it. Uh, yeah, I don't... I, I Okay, I, so not Red Dead, but Spider-Man, I'm like, myth. Right, and I, and
2: I love, it. love it. And you love it.
1: Uh, Strange Brigade. You played it largely for me. Yeah, but did you find joy? I enjoy.
2: In it? I do. It does spark joy in me. Mm-hmm. To, uh, to quote Mar- Mary Quan? do you want like to fold it up is. and put
1: it somewhere? I did, and keep it. I or did. do you want to thank it for its No,
2: I don't want to thank it. I'm not done with it. Oh, okay, great. I regret not having time on Fridays lately to uh, for us to we'll get back into to play it. it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I like it. I don't think I like it to the level that you do. Like, here's what I like: I like the look of it. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I mostly, and I'm not lying. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding. Most of the reason why I play that game is that narrator.
1: Oh yeah, that's a huge sell in the game. Absolutely, he's funny. He's quippy. It's unexpected. It's a surprise that is not jarring as you. And it's always
2: there, even when you're playing in the levels. That's right. Like you know, and it's it's fun. So I, I like that part of it. The the idea of just having an open area, uh, <laughs> the battery is running low on our Twitch uh, stream. And so now uh, Kevin is going to work on that. But I like the idea of the areas like being kind of stagnant. It, that That's the only thing that I would kind of be like, oh, but they make up for that with really cool areas. Like the levels are really nice. I'm not a big fan of like waves of enemies, like horde type
1: stuff. Yeah, sometimes they're distracting for sure.
2: But I like I all wish the puzzles.
1: That there was a way for the game to stay fresh through it. Like so much of the game relies on you discovering, uncovering puzzles. Once you do that, the game is kind of like, oh no, I've done that. And then I spend a lot of time, if I want to replay a level, trying to find this thing, and it's impossible. I'm like, I'm just gonna have to go YouTube that to get the hundred percent. i have just how much have you YouTubed it? Not nothing yet. Oh. I still have like. One portion. I'm a delayed gratification, so there's still one thing left to do in the last DLC, and I haven't done it yet. Once I do that, and I want to get back in the game, probably this summer. So I'll part YouTube of the it.
2: gratification is waiting for the gratification?
1: Yeah, it's just, it, as long as I don't do it, it's still there. I see. It's like, I can still someday play that game. There's still something new to explore.
2: So you just don't want to finish it? Yeah. Oh, I see.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delayed finish occasion. <laughs> <laughs> The other game that I'm playing, oh gosh, we're so long, is uh, I've been replaying Psychonauts and I streamed a little bit of this the other night and I want to discuss some of my musings on it later in the show. So uh, I have very deep thoughts to the point where I was actually inspired for the first time ever, ever to do like a YouTube video. I thought... I thought this is something. I'm vlog this. I could vlog this. I could YouTuberize this and and talk and wax on about it. But then I thought, let's just talk about it on the podcast.
2: So much of my uh, gaming fun now is through my children, and they have repicked up Plants vs Zombies. And what?
1: Are, I my know. son every day is asking to play with you guys. I told him to stop asking because he's Sorry, your kids don't play it anymore. I'm sorry. They play grown up games with with blood and guts and, and guns. I don't,
2: I don't know where it came from because. The two times that I've gotten texts recently, yeah, we just haven't been around, so I didn't say anything like to them, so I don't know where it came from. We need to they're off air obsessed. make
1: sure that they're friends, they so they they can just add each other into yeah, the game. Yeah, do they can they text each other?
2: Uh, they can send messages if you allow them. No, I mean
1: like on a phone. I, you know, it'd be good if oh, they could. Oh, yeah.
2: If <laughs> Quinn has a ph- they, my guys have a phone that they can. Or
1: maybe we just text your kids. Yeah, be
2: that's great. probably easier, <laughs> actually, now that I think about it. But anyway, the, uh, well, they don't really check it all the time, though. Well, then,
1: yeah, if they're playing video games, they can't.
2: Yeah, the, because grandmas complain that they not text I could text her back. call
1: them. I could call you. Huh. That'd be weird. You could call
2: them. It'd be easier if you called them. Oh, okay, great. Because sometimes if I'm, I won't be near my phone, but like we have their phone, usually I'm not gonna, I don't know why we're talking
0: about this still. <laughs> <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually.
0: Do I have to say? Yes, you do.
1: I'll <laughs>
2: we'll be back with entertaining stuff <laughs> worthy of your time after these messages.
1: Ooh. I don't know what's going to
0: happen to your face. Tell with can up in the sky. And I do love that you. Let's dance, let's shout, body to the ground let shout, Shake body to the ground Let's dance, let's shout, shout, Shake your body down to the ground Let's dance, let's shout, shout, Shake to the ground Get him.
2: There it is
1: That's, That's pretty wife. good That's A little, pretty oh. good stuff
2: Nobody really pulls that off anymore. Like, oh you know no! I mean, if Justin Timberlake started going, oh, we'd be like, no, no, no. no. Once it's done, it's done. Do you think it's because it was only a thing that Michael Jackson could have done, and he did it, or do you think, like, or I guess, is it more that he did it?
1: I think, or that he's the only one who could have done it. I think, yeah, I think it was such a natural outpouring, like mm. it just came naturally. It to felt him. sincere. Yeah, it was. It, it was like a, a punctuation. I get that. in the yeah. same way the Cowboys naturally go. Ah! <laughs> You know, like, it just, it just, it just happens. Okay. It's a real sense. thing. You I, know, I, I, that. <laughs> uh, who am I supposed to pull into? Is Matt available in the discord? He has some oh, interesting news for yeah, Matt. us. Yeah. Let's go to the news. Oh
2: boy. Let's see here.
1: Oh boy. Who's, uh, who's Hello. Matt? Hello. Hi Matt.
0: Oh boy. How are we everyone? I'm so good. good. How are you?
1: you have not been on the show for a while, but we've had your doppelganger hanging around who we all agree. We sounds not? just like, just like you.
0: Oh, Jimmy, was that that thing? Yeah, I remember. No, it. I no, don't no, hear no, it, it wasn't Jimmy.
1: It was it Jimmy? I think it's uh, who is Cody?
0: it?
2: Yeah, it's Cody. Cody,
0: Cody sounds Here, just like. It. Let's still, yeah, no, Let's I bring the listeners I don't, onto I don't this. Hear it. All
2: right, hold on. Cody, say hello. Uh, hello. All right, Matt, say hello.
1: <laughs> hello. Why? Why? Why is it, Why? <laughs> I don't know which
0: one of you is talking. Right? I literally have no oh idea. Help me! Help me! I all really right, d- I don't think any of us. A- I mean, maybe it's just our friend. I don't hear it, and I don't think any of our friends hear it either. But it could just be that we've talked. Oh, so but long. all my don't friends
1: know. don't hear it. Give me a break, Cody. No,
0: no, that's- I just said, it. I just agreed. <laughs> I perhaps they've gotten accustomed to it, so it doesn't really count.
1: I know I'm that's Matt agree- because of your snark. Right. Cody is far all right. kinder.
0: All right. All right. All right. All right, come on. We got to do something here. Give us, give us something to differentiate. Oh, give us, no. give us something. Just, you
1: sound like the same <laughs> human being. It is oh, oh bizarre. I really. All right, I fine. Don't. I'll just fucking talk like Danny DeVito all the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just Danny
2: the De-
0: <laughs> the Trash Man.
2: Now it just sounds like Matt doing the Danny DeVito. Episode. I was going to say is that.
1: Which one said that? Which one is offering? That to, was Cody. Is, Cody is offering to be can't. Danny and I DeVito. I only
2: know this because their names light up on exactly. my Discord. Exactly, they're the same <laughs> human
1: being. If if there was a way for them to pull a uh, Rick and Morty thing, yeah. I would think that that's what's happening. Except for that, the characters are the same character right. instead of two very different character voices.
0: Oh goodness, oh man. god. <laughs> So, All right, thanks well, for the big Kick bit, the doppelganger <laughs> out of there. <laughs> uh,
2: that was a brilliant payoff. That was great.
0: All right, Matt, uh, what's going on in the news? Well, we got some crazy news from my own state, Pennsylvania. Yeah! Where they, want to tax, they want to tax violent video games.
2: <laughs> How do
0: you do that? How do you so, do that? A Pennsylvania lawmaker has proposed a tax on violent video games as a way to pay for increased security at public schools throughout the state. Build was introduced with bipartisan support from Representative Chris Quinn of Delaware County. Proposes an extra 10% sales tax on video games. Quinn said that uh, lev- uh, this would levy uh, money th- about three point five million a year. Oh my god! Metal detectors, bulletproof glass, and additional security cameras, for and
1: a space. raise in his salary.
0: I bet. I guarantee this is lining his pocket in some way, yeah. shape, or form. Probably from the gun lobby, if I had to guess. Can uh, I throw
2: some uh, some yeah. dad information in that I think would yeah. blow everybody's mind? I Absolutely. recently interviewed a doctor uh-huh. by the name of Doctor Warren Farrell, who wrote a book called The Boy Crisis. And uh, he points out in his – he does a TED Talk that you could see at boycrisis.org. Yeah. And what he says is that – and he he doesn't make a direct correlation between the two. But he says if – he said the real problem with violence is – and like school shootings is absent fathers. Mm. He said that – he goes that if you look at what is the one connecting thing between all of the school shooters since Columbine – They have all had absent fathers in their life.
0: No one
1: has noticed this before.
2: But and so here's the other thing. He said now if he goes and yet he said people blame like violent video games on that. He goes, but then how come we don't have any girls that are shooting because they're exposed to the same violent video games, the same violent movies, the same violent TV shows but it's the boys and it's because the boys uh, need their fathers and he makes this he goes on to make this very interesting point that when the feminist movement came about one of the unintended consequences was that it it, it added a further purpose
1: mm. for women right yeah. but
2: what uh but what it didn't do was expand the purpose of men men's purpose has always been to earn money earn money earn money oh. and that if you don't earn money you are not valued as a man so and it didn't say
1: point, turn around and be maternal
2: at a purpose for them in the form of care that even we still separate a nurse is called a male nurse, not just a nurse. Yeah.
1: Like the WNBA. Exactly. Mm -hmm.
2: Like you, well, I guess (laughs) to me personally, I think what he's pointing out is, is that this, these are two people doing the same job that can be done side by side. I think that Mm -hmm. if you were to make men play with women in basketball as, as horribly sexist as it sounds, it would be a horrible thing. Absolutely. Like they've already talked about this. Like people were talking about if Serena Williams, where she would rank in the men. And uh, I think it was McEnroe got in trouble. Cause he said she wouldn't even crack the top 100. Oh men. man. And they were like, how dare you sexist jerk. And then when he got to expand on it, he was like the average serve in a men's game is 94 miles per hour in a woman's game. It's half that. <laughs> like they're not. E- it's not even on the same. Right, right, right. Not. But
1: there's no statistic for nursing. Like right. the average IV poll Correct. of a male nurse versus a female Correct. nurse is there's no. And style we didn't like that. add
2: like teachers and stuff like yeah. that. There's virtually no teachers, and that's the other thing. There's there's the percentage of women in schools is on such a high level, so there is no male role model even in a school yeah. for these boys without dads. Sorry. I mean, so
1: can we tax? fatherlessness Correct. homes. That's exactly that's really what I was going to say. Is that. That If you
2: decide to not, uh, to not be involved in your kid's life, yes. then you should be taxed.
1: So not only you pay alimony, right. but and you I'd also <laughs> have to pay the metal detector tax. Correct. To, yes. So the, my uh, video games are cheaper in Pennsylvania. Yes. I think that's fair.
0: Fairly, Pennsylvania isn't the only state to try this. Uh, Rhode Island also tried it and that would have gone to mental health funding and also in Missouri they tried a similar bill but the game industry shot that down really quick so the these, thing is that makes us very difficult is that video games were protected by the supreme court that they are free speech so it's very difficult to try and tax free speech
1: <laughs> but we tax other things right do well we exactly. tax cables well what
0: what they're saying is what they're saying is basically if you tax say i want to go buy call of duty the issue is then what you're doing is you're putting a hindrance on yeah, my on free speech because uh, what you're you're making my free speech less valuable than someone than another game? Can I when tax? Really? I can I, I tax PlayStation, PlayStation Network? Mm, is that, is, well, there are so. taxes hmm. on the PlayStation. It depends on which state. Actually, some oh, states really? do tax. At least from what I from what I've read, I believe uh, my state uh, just started taxing digital transactions. Interesting.
1: Digital transactions, um, but changed. not a subscription. Yeah. Like there's no tax on Netflix. No, no, no. no.
0: No, there's no tax on that, but it could change. It just yeah. depends. It just depends on state legislature, really.
2: I think that uh, nobody would be against what. Like, what if we put our hands together on this? And mm-hmm. that what we did was we provided a video game tax, but the, instead of money going towards bulletproof glass and metal detectors and stuff like that, is that it goes into developing an app that creates a, uh, a for for young uh, fatherless children uh, to <laughs> have uh, mentorship from one Nathan Drake. <laughs> that I think... One,
1: true. Nathan Drake?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, of, I mean, among remember many. Remember
1: what Seaman uh, was yeah, on yeah, the yeah, Dreamcast yeah, where he was like,
2: you would talk to him and he would remember what you said to him yeah. and what you did and it was... like a Tamagotchi. Yeah, it would yeah. influence your conversations. I think we use something along those lines, but with Nathan Drake, because who would not want... Nathan Drake as a father figure in good. their exactly. life.
1: Nolan Northwood have a, so much work to do. But here's the thing that I find... Yeah, he uh, can bang it out in three weeks. I bet. Probably an hour. <laughs> what I find infuriating about this um, premise is that it is lumping it in the same pile as things like cigarettes. Right? We tax the hell out of cigarettes. Uh, right. in In part to be a deterrent against smokers, I assume, also right. because they're addicted. So the government's like, well, you're addicted, so... Okay. And I'm what's gonna, interesting you don't have a choice.
0: They seem the to, thing with that
2: is, go ahead, sorry Justin. They seem to not be understanding that video gamers are adults now. Yeah. Uh because I'm sitting yeah. there going, well, why aren't they like why aren't they taxing other things like porn, right? And it's I think it's because That would
1: make a lot more sense.
2: Right. Because but I think <laughs> it's because there are so many people who get on a lobby and advocate for the freedom of porn as an art form mm. compared there are to
0: representatives that watch porn. The representatives are not playing video games. That's right. <laughs> right.
2: But the, you know? and I, but I also think it's that it's that idea that they think it's for kids still. Yeah. And kids don't have right. a voice on Capitol Hill. That's right. The, the new yeah,
0: medium yeah. is always attacked. I mean, rock and roll music was attacked vehemently. You know what I mean? And you we're have going this on now, 30 this, years of new this. media. How is it? Exactly. Still, It's it's just, it's, but it's the people that are,
1: these people that are making the laws were always outside the culture, right? Mm -hmm. Like they they think the newest video game is Mario Brothers.
0: (laughs) Honestly. What if they did? I mean,
1: I'm pretty sure. Like, name five video games. Don't look at your notes. (laughs) Tell me five (laughs) violent video games. Ah though fast and furious. I would like to be on that subcommittee. Mario Kart.
0: That was actually (laughs) so that's a funny thing, is that I went to a uh, a psychological conference. I I, I'm a psychol and becoming a psychologist, I'm in school for that. Um That's usually the way to go. The other way is the back of
1: cereal boxes. I don't recommend Exactly.
0: (laughs) and (laughs) so i went to a conference and i actually there was a poster (laughs) session by a student and they talked about correlation between aggression and violent video games and she was using mario kart as an example i said how could you you learn anything from a violent violent video game such as mario kart
2: Right, right i said it's
0: rated e for everyone i i questioned i was like why did you choose this game and they're like well it was what everyone was used to i'm like Yeah, but that's not what you're testing, and I just, I I just had this conversation where I just didn't understand their thought process. I think it's just so backwards, and the problem is that they they look at violent video games as a scapegoat. We always, as as a collective society, we always want to find one thing. It has to be one thing. The problem is we live in the real world where it is is everything's on a spectrum. Everything is always it's always partial. You know, it's like it's like saying that if you have three M -M M Ms a day. You're gonna you're gonna gain weight. It's like not that's not true for everybody. Some people are biologically more susceptible to gaining weight, and what maybe are diabetic, and that's poor for their health. It all depends on it depends on a combination of your genetics and your upbringing. It's not one thing, and not to mention that they even did a study where out of ten school shooters, eight of them did not play video games. So you can't say that this equals that. There's wow. correlation does not equal causation, and plus. How many people watch play violent video games?
1: Yeah, we should all How be shooters. How many
0: copies did Red Dead Two just sell? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. like saying everyone that has a TV can be a school yeah. shooter. And I, it I doesn't think makes sense.
1: I think that you actually have evidence on the other end of the spectrum that we are removed from violence uh, yeah. because of these violent video games. It's my point about things like uh, The Walking Dead or or any of these horror video games that we can enjoy them. Because there is because we 're so detached from violence in general, I can play a video game uh, uh called Red Dead Redemption, where I shoot people and ride a horse. Because that's fantasy to me. That's not actually yes. happening. Uh, and if, if I lived in a world where I could actually be murdered by people coming through the neighborhood, I'm not going to be interested in a video game about that. I'm going to want to play a video game yeah. called Tetris with smiley rainbow faces stuff.
2: Exactly.
0: Alyssa Fox. The difference is, Go ahead. The man. difference is those individuals. I'm sorry. i just real quick. No. The individuals that do like some people can't separate Fantasy from reality yeah. and those are the people that have mental health issues and it's not and it's not the game that's causing that it's it's, it's the individual and the problem is I think more than anything is that they want to say it's violent video games they're getting into kids hands. Well, kids aren't able to buy the games. It's the parents that give them, so it's a parent parental sus- responsibility to know my child is tax the parents to play this game. Got it? Tax the parents. <laughs> that's what they're doing. So like, oh, that's, the fair. Parents, that's fair. You know, what their children, what kind of media their children should be exposed to. That's another part of it. It's not just the kids. You know, it's just it's this foolish thinking that it's just one thing when it's a whole. A boatload of things that my, my affect kid, an individual.
2: My kid plays the Deadpool game. Both of them, my seven yeah. and ten year old, mm-hmm. and they don't right. nobody they don't care. Like I've yeah. never had an exactly. issue with them cursing in school either, even though they listen to foul language all the time. But I, Alyssa Fox in the Twitch has a very interesting story on this note. She said that in high school she took a, a pop culture class or a class called pop culture, and they right. talked about the studies of the behavioral effects of video games. And as a kind of experiment, the teachers uh, had some kids play Call of Duty and other kids play Mario Tennis, and the rest of the class took notes on their behavior. Mm. And what they found is that the kids who were playing Mario Tennis were much <laughs> nastier and also more likely to throw the controller than the ones yeah. playing Call of Duty. <laughs> that's interesting.
1: That. That, that, that is a frustrating game. Right,
2: but that's what I mean. Yes. Like, uh... I. I I hearken back to uh, my wife and I have played Halo together and everything, but there was a time where we went over to our friends when the Wii first came out and we did the Wii boxing. Mm -hmm. I woke up, both of us woke up the next day with sore backs because it was like we had literally (laughs) been punching each other and we were so exhausted and hurt from exerting ourselves to such a great level. But I mean, honestly, we were, we felt stronger.
1: (laughs) Only on the outside. We're we're fine. We're
2: fine. But I I mean, do you but do you, nobody in this room at this time is thinking that the, the idea of saying that, you know, violent video games get in the kids hands and that that's because of the parents. Right. Is that because I don't think I'm making my kid more violent by giving him a violent video game no. in any way, shape or form. But I think Absolutely what Matt's not. real point is, is that. That if you have an absentee parent, a parent who isn't understanding, like my mom bought my son the Deadpool game. I've already played it, finished the game. I have no problem with it playing the Deadpool game. The kid loves Deadpool, loves the comics, yeah. loves the movies. And they're funny. They're great. It's yeah. a great character. I think it's great. Uh, but then my mom is watching it goes, but this is, this is so violent. She <laughs> this. And I think that's... What Matt's point is, would My you let your kids no watch
1: uh, Well, they do. You're, I was going to say, would you let your kids watch an R rated movie with as much violence and stuff in it as are in the video game?
2: Yeah. I mean, they watch Deadpool. I mean, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think of, uh, I mean, for a while, I think the only thing that I was kind of protective of, which is very hypocritical, but is like sex in yeah. movies. Yeah. And recently I kind of even kicked that to the curb uh because cuz you had the talk I had the talk yeah. and I felt like now they kind of understood what was going on but I mean they had seen all the montage of sex scenes in Deadpool right. but had no mm. idea really what was going on mm-hmm. uh now I think they do,
1: do but... your kids don't watch Night Court then do they cuz that show was super dirty oh and my gosh, I don't yeah, remember no. I remember going I understand that sucking is involved but I don't know why <laughs> I literally, <laughs> I don't remember there being oh my a gosh. lot of fellatio jokes. Oh my gosh. All the time. Really? Going, yeah, yeah. And, oh, and then going funny. and thinking, I probably could figure this out, but I don't want to because I'm a kid. Like literally those things running through my mind Oh boy. because of night court, beloved sitcom, family friendly. It's on Nick at night, night court. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: great. Matt, thank you for the news. That was fascinating, man. Thank you very
1: much. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, Cody. The gauntlet has been thrown. Yep. Fun fact: That was Cody the entire oh, time.
0: Oh, you got me, guys! Oh, what a twist! <laughs> okay,
1: bye. Okay, bye. Okay, um, bye. Before Before we go to the break, I yeah. just I just want to oh. uh, repeat that we do not support the Jewel. Uh, if you are listening to this, and any of our sponsors are telling <laughs> you to buy the it was Jewel,
0: me the entire time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get out of here, Cody! Cody supports the Jewel. Uh, all right, now it's time to remove his moderator <laughs> privilege. <laughs>
2: that's
1: right mess with the bull you get knocked out as a mod muted <laughs>
2: uh, you know what's great too is I heard the, so- the sounds and I thought I had accidentally pulled Matt back in oh. and I looked in and he said something and
1: then he left our uh, listeners are funny those oh, shenanigans, shenanigans. alright so yeah don't S-s-s- don't vape, kids. Don't. Well, you can vape, Because that's not all. It doesn't all have nicotine. But don't vape nicotine. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. Just do the Just, pot, is what Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> As someone has never done either, I choose pot. <laughs> oh, all right.
2: Next week, tune in. We're going to get Kevin High on the show. Okay, kids. All right. Enjoy these messages. I can't wait. Butter some pop tarts. <laughs> microphone almost turned off, <laughs> and it was still peeking out
1: on our, oh, our level you, meter. Either. I didn't realize it make you work so hard. I'm sorry. Right, you know, no, it's fine. I'm not saying that as
2: annoyance. I'm saying that I, that's how big that was. <laughs> it
1: that's actually, how epic it was. It was actually your mic picking me up. <laughs> no, I mute my mic. Do you really? Yeah,
2: I mute my mic because i'm afraid that my laugh is going to step on the oh, magic that you're oh, creating. So thank you. And it was so and i was watching the level meter on our recording device here and i looked down and i and it's still like it's right up almost <laughs> in the red and it's got a limiter on it and these are going through compressors Oh. And I was like, and I had you all the way you know, down here. Like, see there? Yeah. Oh, my that's, gosh. That's, that's where the, your mic yeah, yeah, yeah. was.
1: So someone in like the eighth grade said, Kevin, you need to project. And I've never forgotten. Never, it. <laughs> never forgotten. I've Why is never that a i had quote? that said to me. <laughs> really? No,
2: it's always been the opposite. Oh, don't project. Yeah. My yeah. Uh, the, the, the first agent I auditioned for when I moved to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. he was uh, had a very thick accent. And he goes, listen, you're very funny, but you're too loud. <laughs> And I go, what? He goes, you're too loud. <laughs> and I go, what do you mean loud? I you know, I cannot send you for anything. I, I, But what, they're going to put you on TV? They have a microphone right here. You break it. You, you're yelling. Oh, loud. <laughs> too loud. And I just didn't know what to do. I just had And they shut
1: the garage door on you. No, I well, well, was it in the office it. at least. But then uh-huh. I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Thanks.
2: Well, so thank you. And then that's it. I left. <laughs>
1: thank you. <Yeah. laughs> I appreciate the feedback. <laughs> and
2: now, <laughs> now it's great too. Is that I'll be at dinner and my wife is, and I appreciate it. I'm not judging her for this. It's fair. But I'll be at dinner, and sometimes I get excited, and so uh, underneath the table, she puts her hand on my. Oh, pie. that's that's God. a that's her kind of uh, nonverbal cue to go. You're yelling, you crazy <laughs> son of a bitch. Shut up! <laughs> Please stop yelling.
1: <laughs> You're scaring cats.
2: In, alley, in the next in the next state
1: <laughs> you are loud yelling. don't give him a mic you're do you play so, uh, loud. You're so loud do you play guild wars i do not too? Do oh i do oh tales from loudly. tyria uh, I, do recently, you play
2: with
0: a headset
1: i don't oh. good question i enjoy not having things on my face in general um <laughs> even wearing the, takes. these uh, <laughs> wearing these headphones for the two hours they do i'm usually tired by the end of it really? uh, when i have to wear headphones for streaming now and by, by after about two hours, I start to like, it gets weird. So you just it's have little speakers
2: that you listen to? Yeah, I just, I,
1: well, I have, I have nice speakers. So I have a bass and you know, the whole the whole uh, apparatus. Uh, and so it's always sounded great because I got the two desktop and then the, the bass the speaker. Sub. The sub, that's what it is underneath. Um, uh, you've been over, i always, I revel in the fact that I impressed you with the sound that came out of my That's computer. True. No, it is very it's, nice. It's nice. It's good. There's a, you gotta have a good sound while you're sitting playing, especially in Guildworks. There's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of peripheral sounds. I thought about getting one of those. That's like, why I thought, sound. yeah,
2: yeah. I thought you might have those kind of, would an
1: earbud
2: change anything?
1: I or? would wear earbuds. Those aren't, those aren't tiresome, but why? When I've got that whole room. Well, because you, setup.
2: you, the sound, if you put on an earbud. Yeah. They can almost make it surround sound inside Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. Maybe I should try that. I'll plug it in.
2: I love it. So now my new thing, I figured out how to Bluetooth sync my headphones that I use Mm. for my phone to my Amazon
1: Fire. Oh, nice. I've been
2: frustrated by this because I want to be able to lay down on the couch and watch a TV show but I have to keep the volume down so I don't wake anybody up in the house. Right. Not anymore. Right. Oh, good. Lay down with my earbuds and watch some Netflix. I'm going to be there. watching some Umbrella Academy after we're done with this. Oh, yeah.
1: all right. That was our show. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, no, uh, tell me more uh, about
2: what's going on in Uh Well,
1: the exciting thing that has happened this week is that I have achieved level 275 out of 283 oh, mastery points. Oh, so boy. If you remember for a while, I've been working on... A attaining all of these Mm -hmm. to do them you have to earn the xp and also the mastery points to spend the xp i've had plenty of xp to spend for a long time uh in fact have maxed it out but did not earn the mastery points to spend on them Uh, and have been slowly going around the map and finding it's been great to revisit this stuff Find these little mini games, and some of them are super easy. Some of them are impossibly difficult. There was one that spent like two hours trying to get one mastery point. Switch over and do a different mini game. Do it in three runs and get two mastery points for it. Gold right off the bat. You're like this is not weighted properly through it. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: but now at two hundred seventy-five, like
2: grinding it all.
1: Uh, no, okay. uh, there are times for the mini games where I'm like, you. I'm trying to get the gold to to get that mini game. I'm like, ah, you, There's an element of it, which is fine, uh, because it's not extensive throughout. It's also not they're like not guildwary things to do, like uh, little side missions. Oh, okay. Um, one of them was really fun. Uh, there's two places in it where they enable the action camera, which uh, I think are the only two places where it happens. Usually in the game. Uh, you move around using the typical WASD keys and right, left, and then you click on things on the screen or tap the buttons. In action mode, you, uh, you, wherever you move the mouse will pivot the camera completely through it. So normally to move the camera, you use the right mouse click and kind of move the camera. And this is just wh- like wherever you move, that's where you're looking on the screen. Ooh. And then in the center is your crosshairs. And so wherever you're looking and you hit that button, that's what you fire at. It's a common mechanic for other games. Very unusual for this one. And, and it's been a lot of fun to use yeah, like cool. spells and stuff in this environment. And you got like three minutes and kill all these things that are coming and hoarding at you. Um, But the the exciting part now at 275, there's only eight mastery points left to spend. There's only eight. And then I'll have the max available to me at the time. The last thing to do, though, in order to trigger being able to spend those is to do a raid Uh, for the uninitiated. The raids are like 10 people missions in which are uh, they call it end game material, like the hardest stuff that they can possibly throw at you, uh, just usually something new that I want to do in Guild Wars. I can find a group that's doing it, or talk around, or just wait, or put up a flag and say this. You literally have to be trained on how to do the the, how do the you things. Get trained? You find people that are willing to train you. I could pay somebody gold in the game or around five dollars for them to do it with me, or I can find a guild or a Discord server where people are training folks, and they'll walk me through the mechanics so that I can execute my first raid what, ever. Like,
2: what would be involved in the training? Like, a series of attacks?
1: Understanding the mechanics and how they work within that particular uh, raid. Like, when to do what and why and how. It is that... I there are people now. I understand there are lots of people with 283. There are more people with 275 because people don't mess around with the raids. So this will be the ultimate status symbol and the final proof. Have you ever done a raid? I've never th- done a raid. I was going to. They're say. very difficult. I've always been like ah, those, are, you know. That's for other kids. There's a lot to do in Guild Wars. There's PvP. There, so you know, uh, five on five. There's some places you do two on two or one on one. Uh, there's world v world where you and an entire server are against another server and another server, and you're conquering these giant maps. So that's like this ongoing rolling war. And then there are these. Awesome. It's really fun. Uh, and then there are these raids, uh, which are story based. Um, and once you do one. I only have to do one. Then I'll be able to unlock the rest of the mastery points and have the 283. So we'll see if I can find some nice people is to it, teach me. Can
2: raids give you more mastery points? Though? Yes.
1: Once I do them, then I activate then the last everything thing.
2: else you've done. Like if you got into raids, could you do become 285? No, nope, fast, 283 faster
1: is the max. Now, once I do 283, it unlocks the ability to spend eight more mastery points. And then I become 283. Otherwise, but, no, I'm but what
2: I'm saying is if you were to do say eight raids, yes, would could you earn mastery points faster than in any other way to get possibly, the mastery points
1: Possibly Possibly there are some ma- from what I can see there are mastery points to be earned doing raids I have no idea how difficult those are they look harder like like you know earning an achievement in a raid So I think just doing a raid looks like earning an so achievement a mastery point is
2: kind of like an achievement <laughs> they are achievement oh, points see. Yeah a mastery so points Okay go get this many things exactly, and yeah. then you do that to get the mastery Yeah points
1: usually around. it's like Kill this number of things in this amount of time, or kill this particularly hard to find creature in this hard to get. Do you to remember area? the
2: most annoying mastery point you had to get?
1: The so far, the one that was the most difficult, and I didn't necessarily need to. There were easier ones, but I'm glad I did it because it required the least amount of energy. Was every day collecting fruit to give a, a hermit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you could only deliver uh, 16 pieces eight pieces of fruit and this isn't
2: every day in the game this is literally every day this is
1: literally every day literally 20, within, every day for how in long 24 hours i could deliver eight apples to this one hermit in the mountains and the trees would respawn 24 hours a day and he needed 50 pieces of fruit in order to get the mastery so it took me two weeks <laughs> to do it all and all eight would take more time because the trees are they get really far away and like that's going to take you know 20 minutes just to pluck all of the get there grab one piece of fruit and come all the way back to go back and get eventually i was like i'll just do these four that are close and it was just it was like a login prize that was probably the most uh time consuming
2: consuming slash annoying
1: so the hardest one so that's far pretty funny It was, yeah, it was like, I'll take it. The hardest one so far was the vine tooth creature, which requires a series of things to activate it. And then a large enough party in the map to defeat it within the 10 minute time period that it wouldn't be available for hunting. And, uh, and it was a difficult, it's like a boss battle that you, that's not scheduled. It can just happen or not happen. And that was difficult. I spent many nights trying to get people like, Hey, there's a mastery point. Come on guys. Anybody? <laughs> you well know, let's do it. And we get like twelve of us and are like, we need like three times this number of people to do it. So eventually we got we took down the vine tooth. It was a cool creature. He like hopped. He jumped around. He was giant. He was like the size of a house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jump hop hop hop. And he would knock us all away. <laughs> They go underground and come back up again. Spring. spring Is there spring. anybody
2: else when you get these groups that's like due to this? Like you would be?
1: Um, no, at that level, we're all pretty. No, I think there are people much newer than me. I know okay. what I'm looking for at this point. Oh, I, I think that. there are people that are like, oh, sure, I guess I want a mastery point. There are a few I've run into other people that are. We're clearly hunting mastery points. Like we're after achievements right now. The Has, few in the far.
2: How many people have uh, have rea- inter- reacted to you in a snobbery way? Th- like listen here. I think if
1: I was in a Discord server, I think there would be more opportunity for that. It takes a lot of work to the be type. rude to somebody to type yeah. and because of the, unless they whisper to you directly, um everybody can see that you said it. So you just look down and a lot of people they kind of self police like, "Hey dude, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Leave <laughs> him alone." <laughs> so like unnecessarily grieve people. <laughs> uh it's just a lot of calories hey, dude, you don't need to build. Shut up. Yeah. You'll see a lot of that. So it's That's nice great. to have yeah. a good a balance through things. Uh, since we're talking about um, streaming, were we talking about streaming? Yeah. Um, I've been enjoying the streams uh, and streaming my games. Uh, I've been found one guy named uh, King Mac, and he has been, he just followed us tonight on our stream. He has been streaming the Sly Cooper games. And so I offered for him that I would do a um, a voice drop for him. So this is a drop for his Uh, his Twitch stream if you start following him. Oh. So um, if you uh, start following, I think he's King1Mac I think is his name. Uh, If you follow him, you'll now hear this drop starting right now. Welcome to the kingdom! That's pretty good. That's good. that's good. thanks, good stuff. That's good. Enjoy that king Mac.
2: On that same note, yes. uh, it's Matsura's 18th birthday, so happy birthday.
1: Oh, happy birthday. You're now a grown-up. We can tell you all the things <laughs> <laughs> uh, First <laughs>
2: things, first, uh, night court.
1: Lots just, and lots. Just watch that of Night Court. The secrets to life are all in night court. How much time we got? So we got time my psycho nuts. my here are my musings. Do you have any musings before I go on my matt no, my, no my mat like diatribe on musings? Okay. No. So <coughs> No dying. I'm so excited. I'm so excited you, know to you have a button right here. Oh. That's easy. Look at that. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> See how that works? When I was like seven years old, I had a tape recorder and I would go around and make my own podcasts essentially. Mm-hmm. And I'd interview people and so I'd interview my brother, but I would hit pause on the recording every time I asked him a question. So it would just be me talking and then asking him a question and you would never hear his response. It's an adorable tape. But at the end I asked him, uh, you know, what's your favorite something or other? And I would hit pause like this repeatedly but i'm starting and stopping the tape so it goes so he said i asked like what do you think of that he's like it's very good <laughs> i like jimmy yeah exactly uh, i'm gonna break your button okay. uh, <laughs> cassette tapes aren't they great yeah <laughs> <laughs> bring them back bomb bum, 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 bum.
2: why do you guys play 80s music
1: but that's uh that's actually a good point that a, a good segue into this because um playing notch, if you remember the game was released in 2005 uh and it was by uh a ba- double fine uh, studios and it's a, a gorgeous game do you remember it I did do. you play it at all
2: this is no I didn't play it but I heard you talk I think I played it once with you or something yeah. like that you lent it to me
1: oh yeah maybe where you
2: get to uh, am I thinking of the right one where you get to draw something thing that you need within the game
1: no that was um a different game doodle quest i think uh, is the name and we we were now on i that remember game. psychonauts yeah. this is the
2: one where you have the helmet yes yeah okay, yeah yeah then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: yeah it's uh richard horvitz is the voice who is also invader zim yep. uh and he is his name is raz and he's a psychonaut at the psychic summer camp he, and uh something goes terribly wrong one of the coaches one of the the coach that is one of the Camp counselors tries to take over the world, he kidnaps all the the kids, steals their brains, and so you have to go around and and, and stop him and you fight them in brains in too. the brains yeah. so you, you you use like a, a card that it opens their heads like a door and you step into these very imaginative worlds, one of I think the real um, uh, bold choices is that you find this. There's just so many like backstory things. So you you find this lake, and under the lake was the old campsite. So the whole uh, underwater world that you go around in is is like an underwater campgrounds that's been derelict. So that's already cool, like shipwreck campsite. And you're fighting this giant fish, and when you finally beat him in the real world, you find out what's wrong with him by entering his mind, which is great to use that mechanic and. I think not a lot of people would have thought, like, whose brains should we go into? How about a giant fish's? And so when you go into the giant fish's brain, it's uh, like a Godzilla movie. And you, the player, are Godzilla. And the town is filled with little versions of the fish guy going, oh, no, he's coming. Like, that's an early level within the game that kind of sets the bar of where it is. But it being the early 2000s, uh, it had a lot of things that we would call completely insensitive now. Like they talk about there's a character that deals with her mother's suicide. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. There's wow. a character's uh, dealing with schizophrenic and they are not being soft or nerfed about their verbiage at all. They're very clear like this is this and this is that. But it's all in a very fun kind of colorful, bright world. Uh, my, like Inside Out. Exactly. We're like, that kid is running away. (laughs) This is, wait, this isn't okay. Um, the, the level that I, I streamed the other night was one of my favorite levels of all time in which you go into this guy that thinks he's Napoleon is like having an inner war and you go in and you're inside a room and you find Napoleon and him, uh, having this, like playing this board game and Napoleon is, is beating him. That's why he's kind of taking over his personality And so to help him, you go into the board game and you walk around the board like pieces on the board. And when you finally realize what needs to happen, you then shrink down again and you become a character in the world of the board game itself. Walking around. Yeah. But like... More clever than inception, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then to solve that, you have to keep jumping between these three levels they 'll be like, "I need this, and you 'll have to go all the way out to the room in which people are playing and then go back but again you 're in so there 's actually four levels deep because you 're in, in a brain in a brain um it's it 's just so great I a love it the The thing about it that 's difficult is that it is a game that was built in two thousand and five, so the game mechanics are really bad <laughs> there are times you 're like, "What am I supposed to do and and it has these like Puzzle solve kind of uh, you remember day of the tentacle, those kind of games where it's like click and figure out what you're supposed to do it has that kind of vibe to it of like, you know, nowadays, I feel like games have good formulas of like, we're going to have some action, there's going to be a puzzle. It's a, I'm very clearly telling you this is a puzzle solve the puzzle. There are times are like, I don't know. <laughs> am I solving a puzzle? Am yeah. I beating this up? I don't know what I'm so we've gotten better at games.
2: It is a game about psychology. It sounds like
1: it it. And it's funny. And I feel like I'm I'm pa- I'm failing the whole time. So <laughs> at my psychology uh, disamazation, maybe Matt can chime in and tell me uh, what my neuroses is. So all of this is just backdrop from what my ultimate point was. The game is super weird looking, and and the re- and the what is required of you is super weird of uh, to do. So and I think this was largely because of the mechanics available to game designers at the time. Uh, And Sly Cooper is guilty of this in a lot of games of this era um, where they're like, we're going to make these 3D worlds, but we don't have the ability to make them look like Red Dead Redemption 2, where it it looks like what we want it to look like. So we're going to stylize it. So the characters in this game, like the milkman, he's, he's just sort of this pear-shaped thing. One eye is bigger than the other. They're both just giant balls on top of his head. And his mouth kind of does this weird flappy thing. And he's got a hat. And, you know, he just looks like a crazy angular character. All of them kind of, they, they kind of move and and the stairs are all weird and shaped and everything has a, these hard edges and and not a lot of texture to them and they're flat colors and everything feels weird. And then the game is weird. Um, So in the reality of the game, the, the leading camp counselor is also the head of the psychonauts, but he is also running the store and the canoe station. You're finding it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And and so he's this old man that's kind of kooky. And then you have the ability to summon him at any time by shaking bacon in front of your ear and he'll pop out of your brain and talk to you about what needs to happen. It's a good mechanic. All of them make sense except for when all hell breaks loose. No one is in the campgrounds except for you and him. You're the only ones left. Yet he's still holding his cover as the header of the canoe and of the of the store. And so if you go back to the headquarters, he'll say, you need to go to the campgrounds and buy this thing from the store. But he's running the store at the same time. Is my nose bleeding? Exactly. But all of this is like you, you're not allowed to put your brain onto it because this is the world of the game.
2: Is this quote that is T-shirt I found? I am the milkman, and my milk is delicious. Is yes, that from that's the game? that's
1: from the game, and oh, it is wow. a weird looking dude. Yeah. Uh, so so just as an adjacent, like you look at uh, the first Sly Cooper game uh, with, with the battle with Mugshot, the final boss battle of this, you, you know, uh, Utah or Nevada town, and he, there's supposed to be gambling and all this cool stuff. And instead of having, I don't know, like a slot machine roulette kind of battle, you jump up into the rafters and turn mirrors on him. And that makes him freak out and go another higher level where there are more rafters and more mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> So games were weird then they were super, they were super weird. And this seems to be the weirdest of them all. (laughs) I think that, yeah, I think, but I think it was kind of par for the course. Like this is how video games are made. Mm. And this, I don't think anybody went that game's super weird. It just looked like what video games are to refer. Like this is the sort of thing that I think that Pennsylvania congressman is looking at. Like the games are weird. They were weird like 15 years ago. They're not like this anymore. Um, so, I want to say all of this at the same time, movies like the prequels were coming out and uh, the prequel Star Wars movies, and there were a lot of weird things in our culture. This is the childhood for most of our listeners. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: this is the, the Oh cuz it came out in 05.
1: Right, this is the sacred ground in the same way that we are watching Transformers with nostalgia dripping off of our voices and owning the fact that some of it is campy and weird and dumb, there is a piece in our heart that goes that's home Ooh. and Transformers is where it's supposed to be. Um for all of its faults and its glam hairdom, that's still a part of our yeah. personality. For, for most of the people listening, possibly you listening right now, there is a part of your world that is defined by bizarre characters doing weird things in very low-res environments, and this feels like home to you. And so <laughs> Could explain
2: why they like this
1: show that's right <laughs> and so fast forward to today right uh, we've talked about it before that game uh, uh, mr. Baldy's classroom mm-hmm. the independent game that's this art style they're taking this there's another game that just came out called art school it's the same thing it looks like it was built in Windows PC and it's this like completely bizarre angular world where they're regurgitating this stuff from their childhood and bri- bringing it forward that that project uh, that I'm bumping that one independent studio guy with his his project called Buff. It is this same art style. Wow. Because that's what feels normal. In the same way that glam rock 80s Transformers yeah. and Battle Beasts feels like home to us, Go this Bucks. is there. So this is what my YouTube is all about, is what makes us care about the things in our childhood that becomes then the narrative of when we're adults. And my final clincher for proof of this, if you remember when we were kids, what were the popular movies uh, were stuff like Back to the Future um, or Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, anything contemporary, Ghostbusters is a great example because the music one of the key the big song from ghostbusters not the uh not the hit song that was kind of motown but the actual like yeah yeah yeah. not that one but there's another one there uh called the boys are back in town no that's not it i'm terrible at music
2: i know what you're talking about i'll
1: get it it's a throwback to the 50s Back to the Future is a throwback to the 50s. Uh, I feel like all my my examples are going to be Bill Murray movies. Uh, Scrooged is a throwback to the 50s. A Pup Named Scooby-Doo is a throwback to the 50s. There are so many examples of 80s stuff that whenever they were talking to the baby boomer generation would tap into musical stuff from the 50s. Um, time and time again, this would happen. And so my YouTube video that I will never make will will hit on all of these points and then show that what is sacred to us as our childhood becomes the par for the course in the cultural narrative in later years. Do you have the music for us?
2: I think I do. This is the cleaning up the town.
1: Yes. No, this is the like eerie one. I got
2: one. you a great gig.
1: What are you watching?
2: You're going to sign me video. for this.
1: Yes, this is it.
2: cleaning up the
1: town Yeah town know. What year was this 19 1984, but it doesn't sound like it was made in 1984. 1959, 1960, yeah. But this style of music died after yeah. this, right? Like they had a weird resurgence in 1999 when swing music was super yeah, it's popular. Kind of like
2: Cherry Pop and Daddy seems to sound yeah. very similar.
1: Came back around, but that was also a phase in and went away. Yeah. So that is, I there's no uh, judgment. Just so we're clear, I'm more enthusiastic about these fingerprints of culture. From our childhood, making their 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 uh, impression upon modern day, and that we kind of drag the past along with us into nostalgia because it feels like home. It feels yeah. like the way it should be. I'm trying
2: to think of. Uh, I mean, because I have moments where I listen to country music because it feels like home. That's what right. my dad had on the. That's stereo. what you yeah. And you when I get phone. homesick, I would do that. Uh, similar st- type stuff, which I don't know if it translate. It eventually translated into my behavior, but I. My dad always smoked Marlboro Red cigarettes, so yeah. I always love the smell of them. That kind mm-hmm, of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, if those two examples, yeah, it that's stands exactly. to reason
1: that a culture would be at a, a macro media of that. is going to is going to repeat it. So, yeah. to go back to what we were talking about at the top of the show, what is there now? Whatever the popular thing is now, it that fingerprint is going to show up again in fifteen, twenty, twenty five years. There's
2: a, a what's it called? Is it Apex Legends or something like? Yeah, the that? new game which, which I just see. came out. Yeah. Which is like Fortnite, mm-hmm. but call, like Jacob said it himself, it. he goes, "It's like Fortnite and Call of Duty in the same game." That's right. Yeah. And man, we talked uh, about it on the last show. We brought but, it I, up. but that's what I mean. I think that is that to you. Is that an
1: example of that? Possibly. Not,
2: if we get, We got to get further I, down the
1: road. I could see. I could see Fortnite being the thing. Fortnite would be the like emotional anchor. I spent so many hours yeah. playing Fortnite, and and twenty five years from now when. Battle royale games are no longer the the thing. Some developer somewhere is like, you know what? We need to get back to our roots. <laughs> we need to get back to the to the battle royales. That's what gaming was about, and we need to bring that back again.
2: That's interesting. No, all right. Well, uh, tune in if you're listening to this in the year 2036. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, jump ahead to yeah. the most recent episode and see what we're talking about. Yeah, and let yeah. us know. That way, we'll know, and then we can, you could connect these two thoughts.
1: By then, I'm pretty sure we'll be replaced by AIs because they'll just figure out the algorithm for how we have conversations. But that would still like be talking about what we oh, would be fair. talking about it's if fair. they're good AIs. Do you yeah. Think by then, they would oh, be they'd good? have to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, we're not sellouts.
1: One of us is already an AI. Yeah. All right.
2: Well, thanks for listening to the show. Enjoy this vape commercial. I, I'm hitting
1: a button and nothing's
2: happening. <laughs> that makes you the AI. It's not the vape commercial. <laughs> oh, what if the AI does
1: clunk it up too? Uh, it
2: learns that that's they program. To, to yeah. a program. would
1: have to. To be an appropriate facsimile of Justin, there would have, have to, to, to be. you have to screw a button
2: pressing. <laughs> Otherwise, it does not
1: count. All right. Thank uh, you for listening to my waxing and waning. That was great.
2: Uh, don't forget, you can uh, listen live and watch live at twitch.tv slash thekevinmiller.com. You can also follow him and find out where you can play games and all that stuff. If you want to join chatting during the show, outside of the show, go to bit.ly slash Gamerland Discord. That's where you can hang out with other like-minded, cool, hip cats. I said hip cats because that's from the 50s in my mind. (laughs) That sounds about right. Yeah, cool cats and kittens. Uh, I think that's it. All the social media handles for the show are in the description of the show. Mm -hmm. Enjoy that. And uh, we usually stream live uh, Tuesday nights at about 8 o'clock Pacific
0: 8.30 so wanna, 9
2: 830, 9.10 yeah just uh, tune into the discord or like you said you could follow the twitch and then uh, get alert all that stuff and I alert. Say, alert, uh, alert. twitchers because I'm old
1: so apparently I, why can't you be a twitcher no one says twitcher
2: on behalf of Cody uh, and or Matt whoever <laughs> they are uh, this is Justin Worsham uh, for the kevinmiller.com saying <gasps> okay, <gasps> okay
0: bye <laughs>